LCBU number 22. Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Today it's uh, it's a little cloudy outside here in Missouri. It rained uh, early this morning. We got about a quarter of an inch of rain, but I have a whole lot of grass that needs to be cut uh, going into uh, the week. So going out today, actually going to get a little bit of mowing done if it doesn't rain on me. I have a property that I take care of. It's about seven acres and it's probably about 25 to 30 miles away. So I drive there usually every other week or so. It's a customer's property. It's like his vacation home on the river. So we have a real nice river here that brings in a whole lot of tourists from all over the area it's a beautiful beautiful river it's crystal clear you can see like 15 feet down um, a lot of people get the uh, tubes out on it and float the river they get the rafts out they get the kayaks the canoes and they get the boats out there and uh, do a lot of fishing or floating and swimming and it's just a whole lot of fun so this guy owns this um, I call it a cabin a lot of people call it cabin it's not a cabin though it's a super nice home but a lot of people call them cabins when they're on the river i don't know why that's just what we do here in our area but when i think of a cabin i think of like an old log uh, wooden cabin tucked away in the woods but no this is uh this is definitely a really super nice house right on the river so today i'm, I'm heading there i'm going to shoot a video while i'm out there it's going to be a video about the uh, about the Ferris Z3X, just kind of my experience over the last few years that I've ran the machine, and I'm going to show uh, how many hours I have on the machine, and just kind of give a good review since I've logged so many hours on these Z3X mowers. The pros, the cons, what I'm dealing with right now, issues I've faced along the way, and if it's a mower that... Uh, that I would recommend. So I'm going to be shooting a video out there today as long as the weather holds up for me and it doesn't uh, it doesn't get too nasty out there. But uh, I just wanted to do a podcast this morning um, to let you guys know, uh, you know, about about switching brands maybe. So either switching brands or switching mowers or or just doing something a little different. Now that doesn't mean going out and buying a brand new mower. Um, that doesn't mean going out and buying a brand new lineup, you know, selling all my mowers, getting a completely new lineup. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm not sure. I haven't really, uh, well, I've thought about it a whole lot, but I haven't really figured it out. So I've been thinking about it, been thinking about it, but there's a lot that goes into buying a new mower and a lot that goes into switching brands or trying out a new brand. There's, it's just a lot, a lot to think about and a lot that goes into it. I wish there was a dealer where you could just go and check out all the different brands, but we live in a small town of about 20,000 and there's not a lot of dealers around here. There's only like one lawnmower dealer and they sell Gravely Ferris and that's the one I go to, but other than that, man, there's not a lot of there's just not a lot of brands around here so if it's um if it's a different brand other than gravely and ferris it's really hard to 
to get a hold of a mower to demo it try it out with everything going on right now you guys know how hard it is for dealers to even get inventory to sell uh, that's still a thing it's still going on nothing has really changed there so in order for them to get a demo it's like even impossible you can try to get a hold of the area rep the territory rep for that particular brand but even then it, it's been a little bit of a challenge so a, uh, a guy a guy just recently uh, reached out to me he's with the right brand and he is the territory uh, rep for our area which goes from kind of south of st. Louis Missouri to like the Kansas City area I don't know if he goes any further than that but I do know he's like the rep for the Kansas City area all the way down to like our area here in Missouri so he's supposed to come down we've been talking back and forth he reached out to me asked me if I was interested in trying out the right brand and I was like yeah absolutely you know I tried out the right ZK last year with the dual 72 inch mower really nice machine but I would really like to try out a sit down zero turn just because um, I spent a whole lot of time standing I, I've had some foot issues here uh, recently I probably haven't even talked about that but I had a little issue with my with my left foot it's been giving me problems for the past six months so when I stand all day long man it, it takes a toll on me so uh, looking to maybe get a sit down mower and a stand on mower kind of switch things up I don't want to sit a hundred percent of the time I don't really want to stand although I wouldn't mind I mean it's not too bad my foot does hurt at the end of the day but just because I have a little issue with it but um, I, I definitely would rather stand and just kind of go through the pain than sit down the entire time so if I did get a sit down it would be to just kind of uh, give my foot a break for a little bit sit down cruise around and mow a little bit and then hop back on the standard so I don't know what will happen there I do have the sit down uh, Toro Titan it's a little smaller though it's not going to tackle those big big lawns that I have to mow here in our area it's just strictly for basically the smaller lawns I mean I have mowed the big lawns with it before but ideally you you really want the bigger machines out there if you got them you know if you got the 60 inch with the 37 horsepower engines you really want those bigger mowers out there on those uh, particular lawns but anyways uh, getting back to that you know switching brands trying out different brands trying out different mowers um, all that I've really ran in the past uh, in the lawn care business is Toro mowers so when I first started out I got an Xmart mower I ran it for a year and then I quickly sold it I bought a Toro mower and I ran Toro for like the last 20 years so I've got a lot of experience with Toro I had a lot of good luck with Toro it was a brand that would really keep me up and running and uh, you know I thought the quality was like top-notch I never had any issues to speak of so you know I know things have changed over the years all these brands are just kind of put it trying to put out whatever they can right now so I know quality on all the different brands has really went downhill but at the same time um, you know there's a lot of these brands that I haven't tried out and I would really like to try them out like long term in the lawn care business so I don't know what that looks like whether it looks like trying to reach out to other brands and see if they're interested in partnering up for um, you know for a for a demo on a mower 
and to see which mower I really like so I can make that decision. You know, when you do have uh, a rep or a dealer that that gives you a demo, usually it's not for very long. Usually it's like, okay, demo this out for a few hours or for the day and, and bring it back. Now, I was lucky enough or blessed uh, to, to find a dealer here in our area that, man, they just said, hey, here's two mowers. You try them out for like the whole week and you tell me what you like. Now, when I tried those mowers out, I tried out the Ferris 3200 and the uh, Ferris C3X. And I quickly was like, man, I, for some reason, I just didn't like that Ferris 3200 mower. It just, it just, for me anyways, on the lawns that I take care of, it just didn't feel like it gave me a real smooth ride. So I thought the Z3X gave me a better ride, so that's the one I ended up going with. And I like the stand-up uh, portion of the whole, you know, setup or the whole mowing um, operation day-to-day. -day. So that's what I ended up uh, picking. But... I would really like to try out some different brands, really try out the sit-down, the standards, and figure out what what combination is going to work best for me uh, next season. This is kind of going to be kind of a try it out at the end of this year and then maybe make the purchase uh, the beginning of next season. I'll, I'll, I'll do it early before everything's like gone and prices have gone way up. And you know, I may even buy it. Uh, at the end of this year for tax purposes and just so I can have it at a maybe a cheaper price than it would be that following year so I don't know we'll just have to see see how it goes but uh, yeah so that's the game plan I'm wanting to get a 72 inch mower is the whole thing I've been mowing all these big lawns with the 60 inch mowers for the past 20 years and I'm like you know what this this doesn't make any sense anymore. Why am I mowing this mower? Or why am I mowing these lawns with this 60 inch or 61 inch mower deck when I can be out here running the 72 inch mower? So I don't know, it may save me a little bit of time. If it saved me 20 or 30 minutes here and there, uh, some of these properties that I mow are five plus acres. So if I could, if I could save like 20 minutes per acre and you do, uh, I mean, shoot, if I if I saved 20 minutes an acre and did like five acres, that'd be uh, that'd be over an hour and a half of of time saved just by going from the 60 inch to the 72 inch, and that's if I'm efficient, you know, and and running at good ground speed and not overlapping too much. I think I could really save about 20 minutes per acre going from the 60 inch to the 72 inch. So. I mean, that'd add up, man. Some of those lawns, five acres. If I could save an hour and a half of mowing, shoot, I'll do that. So just trying to get more efficient. Um, as a small business, you got to find ways to be more efficient and make more money per hour. So that is the game plan. That is the game plan. Um, so the 72-inch mower, man, I've never ran it here locally. So that'll be interesting to, to try out and see how it works and see how much time it saves me. I'm really wanting to mow, like I've mowed all these properties. I know how long each little area is gonna take me for the most part, uh, if you're mowing at one time, you know. So I'd really like to get a 72 inch mower out there and just hit the stopwatch, mow the areas that I've mowed for all these years and see if it really does save me any time. I mean, maybe it doesn't. 
Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm going a little slower because it's a bigger deck and I have to slow down a little bit to, uh, you know, to eat through that grass or whatever. But I'm just thinking out loud, man. I'm just thinking about, you know, wondering if it's going to save me a lot of time. So if you guys run a 72-inch mower and you've ran a, the smaller mowers, reach out to me. Let me know if you're saving any time. The mower that... Um, really interests me is the right ZK stander with the uh, 72 inch mower with the duels it's just a big big machine I can use it for the hillsides it'll be uh, perfect for that and at the same time I can knock out all these big lawns uh, probably super quick and the duels just give you a little bit better ride I feel it's just more ground pressure um, it's uh I don't know, it just feels like it gives you a, a better ride. So my buddy, Shuby Cook, up in PA with uh, JBS Lawn and Landscaping. A lot of you guys probably follow JBS Lawn and Landscaping on Instagram. And he has some really, really good content. He runs the Steiner 450, which is similar to the Ventrac. He runs that piece of equipment. He's got several of those. And then he has, uh, he has Ferris mowers. That's kind of what turned me towards Ferris mowers. I watched him run them all those years, and I was like, you know, that's uh, that's he does some really good work with those Ferris mowers. But recently, he just bought the right ZK with the dual 72 inch. Just bought it. I don't know. He's he bought it probably six months ago, but it just now came in. So he's got his mower in, and he sent me pictures of it. Really nice looking machine, brand new. You know, um, looks really nice, but. I'm going to see how he likes the Wright ZK 72 inch. He'll shoot me straight. He's had the um, Ferris Z3X mowers, so he's had a lot of the issues with his mower that I've had with mine. So we've kind of talked back and forth about all the issues going on, all the problems we've had. He, uh, thankfully, he has a pretty good dealer that he takes his mower to, and the dealer's able to get him back up and running kind of like my dealer here locally but at the same time um, you know we're always having issues with these mowers he's like man you won't believe it and I'm like well, what happened to the Z3 and he's like well this week it was that you know or this month it was something else and so he's always shooting me messages and calling me up and said hey man have you had this happen have you had that happen and so we've been trying to help each other out and trying to diagnose the problem and and get each other back up and going but no it's been a struggle man the running those z3x and and always having little issues with them so we're looking at other brands i mean he's obviously decided on getting the right zk he bought it we're going to see how that does for him still has the same engine which is the 37 horsepower vanguard efi engine so a lot of the uh problems that we had on the ferris it may continue I hope not I really hope not I hope they've changed some things on the wiring harness going into the right mowers compared to the Ferris mowers I really need to talk to someone that knows exactly how those two machines are put together and see if there are any differences from like a wiring harness going from the Briggs engine the Vanguard engine to the actual mower you know that's what we've had a lot of issues with the wiring harness the electronics side of things so um, you know 
there could be a different wiring harness going from the engine to the ferris mower compared to the engine to the right mower i mean it could be a, it could be a completely different wiring harness or you know a setup so i'm hoping that's the case and he doesn't run into a lot of issues that we've ran into with these z3s but a lot of electrical problems with the mowers that we've had and we're trying to figure out what to do man i mean we really like the mowers he really likes the z3x i really like the z3x but at the same time when at the end of the day man it comes down to making money it comes down to being efficient and who wants the headache of your equipment going down all the time and constantly having to mess with it get it back up and run and work on it or take it to the dealer and spend even more money so you know our dealers busy here in our area he's got a lot going on I don't want to just have to take my mower over there all the time because that's what I did last year I feel like I ticked them off and I feel like I uh, I kind of wore out my welcome I hope not but that's just kind of how I feel man because I was always taking my mower over there I was always dropping it off I was getting a little ticked off and heated because of the issues they kept on reoccurring now I wasn't um, I wasn't mad at them because you know it's not something they've done but at the same time I'm just like all right man just check this mower out see if you can get it up and running see what we can do and just let me know man I'm just like check it out so you know I was constantly over there at the dealership last year trying to get both of the z3s I mean one sat in the shop for 30 days over 30 days the other was in the shop back and forth for over 30 days so I spent a lot of time at that shop last year they're probably good they're probably glad that they're not seeing me as much this year because that means not as many problems but I'm having problems just trying to fix it out trying to figure it out and fix it on my own that's kind of what I you know as long as the mower doesn't go completely down I'm okay with trying to uh, tweak it and figure out what's up with it and get it back up and going but when it goes down and you simply can't use the mower I mean if you don't know what's going on with it you got to take it in and have somebody fix it and you know that's the that's a kind of a scary part of getting a brand like if I was to go with a right brand or a Toro brand Xmark brand or uh, let's see Skag there's no dealer around our area that carries those brands so if anything went wrong with it I mean I can try to take it to my local dealer and see if he'll work on it but his priority is going to be the brands that he sells and very understandable you know I mean that's what he's selling that's where he's making his money so I don't expect him to drop what he's doing and get you know my particular brand back up and going it's just not something I'm gonna ask him to do so you know um, how does that look going into next year am I gonna keep one of the z3s sell the other one try to get a different brand a different mower like a rise ZK or or something like that I don't know man I don't know it's it's a tough decision um, I would like to keep at least one Ferris mower just so I can have that relationship with my dealer and be able to help them out you know in our area there was not that many Ferris mowers out there or Gravely mowers for that matter but when I started posting a lot of content I noticed that 
there were a lot of guys that I didn't realize were watching the channels and they ended up getting a gravely mower or a ferris mower and I mean they probably would have found this dealer eventually anyways because they're the only dealer in town but I think with having a little content out there on the ferris z3x they were uh they were kind of more apt to go to this dealer and check it check the mower out you know check the ferris line out and that may have led to buying a gravely mower maybe they didn't like the ferris but it gets them in the door you know so i definitely want to help out my local dealer they're great people uh, i think of them as really great friends uh, almost like family you know I, I, they're they're just really awesome people to work with and i appreciate everything they've done so far helping me out in the lawn care business because without them man it would have been uh, really rough you know it would have been a rough season last year they did everything they could to get those mowers back up and going but with everything going on in the world it was uh it was a little tricky no parts around no uh no extra mowers sitting around for me to use so i had to kind of get creative a lot of you guys know the backstory behind all that so i'm not going to go into all that but you know just just trying to figure out the um just the right combination to make next year even better you know you always want to try to get better each and every year and there's a lot of variables you know running a business uh this year i think it was the economy you know the the things that are going on the high gas prices the high equipment costs so you start making different decisions on maybe your route or maybe the equipment that you buy or maybe how you use that equipment so you know if i can buy a 72 inch mower instead of a 61 inch mower if i can cover more ground if i can save time which this is what i'm getting to if i save time mowing every single day on these big properties then that means i'm going to put less hours on my equipment so if i'm mowing maybe this big property and i put five hours on that machine maybe i can get it done in three and a half hours and every week and even throughout the week if I save a little, you know, hour here, two hours there, before you know it, at the end of the year, maybe I'm putting, maybe it, you know, equals out to where I'm putting less hours on the, on the mower than, uh, than the 61 inch mower. I hope that's the case, man. And if it is, you know, you'll save on fuel, you'll put less hours on your machine, and so your machine will last longer. It'll cost you less to run it because you're using less fuel so in the long run you know up front it may be a little bit more expensive for that 72 inch deck instead of the 61 inch deck but in the long run it'll save you time it'll save you money and you'll be able to make more money per hour and that's what i'm trying to uh trying to accomplish you know as a small business maybe having one or two guys helping me you got to be as efficient as possible so I don't know what that looks like going into next year or the end of this year. I'm hoping to get to the Equip Expo. Really try out all these different brands again. Talk to uh, some reps there and talk to um, talk to the different brands and see if they're interested. You know, maybe they're interested in partnering up and working together and and seeing if we can uh, you know if we can if we can work together. Maybe show the lawn care community what um, a particular brand is capable of, of doing maybe a brand that I've never even considered maybe a brand that I've never even 
used before or thought of or you know maybe it's a brand that that uh, that I do know a lot about maybe it's maybe it made more sense to go with the brand that I'm really uh, leaning towards so we'll see what happens we'll see going into equip if we can maybe meet some people and see if they're interested in connecting and working together and just really um, you know showing the lawn care community what what the machine's all about it's not a really about me trying to go out and get a deal with the with a brand I'm really not all about that I'm just all about helping out the lawn care community uh, showing guys what's available what's out there I don't have a particular brand that I'm like this is the best brand out and everything else is like junk that's just not me I think there's a place for every brand uh, depending on your budget depending on your um, you know your need for the equipment so every brand is is a I feel like is a good brand to you know to consider whether that's Ferris Gravely uh, Wright, Skag, Toro, Exmar, Hustler, all these different brands. There's a there's a reason or there's a need for all these different brands. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if I can get some get some uh, contact info or for maybe a demo this this uh, this fall or maybe early spring actually this fall I can't do it in the spring in springtime by the time spring rolls around I'm gonna need a mower so I can get up and going so I don't know man just trying to figure it all out like I said every single year it's uh, different this year I feel like it's it's time to get back to you know figuring out what's gonna what's gonna make you more efficient what's gonna make you more money we were doing really well for the past several years I mean really coasting on through and then the last two years uh, things changed you know all across the nation and when that happens man you gotta you gotta learn to to figure things out to work through things everything costs a lot more so how do you make more money without losing your customers one and without charging your customers a whole lot more like you know the way prices are right now you could charge 40 percent more probably and at the end of the day you're really not making a whole lot more even though you're charging 40 percent more on your jobs your costs are just up so much are you really making that much more money I mean you're not making 40 percent more you may be increasing your price 40% more but if you run the numbers do the math you're not making 40% more because a lot of that a lot of that uh, increase in, in prices across the board will cover a lot of that uh, percentage whether it's 30% 40% so you really need to sit down break out your break out your uh, pen and paper or whatever you use break it all down write some numbers down crunch numbers I like to crunch numbers man it's uh, the numbers will tell you if you're making money and losing money if you're efficient if you're not efficient where you need to tweak things and every single year man I do I do things different you know I talked about switching to weekly only mowing you know years ago 
I made a whole lot of money mowing every other week. I just, the way it was set up, um, the help that I had, the schedule that I had, I made a ton of money making, you know, making more money per hour mowing every other week. It's just the way the schedule laid out, you know. I was able to get to the lawns in a timely manner. I was able to keep up with everything. And I was able to make, you know, 100 bucks per man hour or 150 bucks per man hour in some of these jobs just because they were bigger jobs, but the grass didn't grow a whole lot. And I was able to move through it quite a bit, but I'm charging like a bi-weekly price. So instead of maybe a lawn being $75, it's... Uh, you know, maybe $150 or something like that. So I was able to make a lot of money, you know, those couple of years when I did those bi-weekly accounts. But right now, man, the season that I'm in right now, my schedule is completely overbooked. Uh, on top of that, I'm, I'm not finding consistent help like in years past, like full-time guys or whatever. And prices are way up. So it's like, all right, the, the money that I was making a few years ago, it doesn't translate to higher profits, um, you know, in this season, just because of everything I just I just talked about. So every year, man, you got to kind of tweak things, figure things out. It's a constant, it's a constant analysis of your of the business. See the weak points, see the points where you're failing see the points where you're really doing well and exceeding in and try to figure out how you're going to tackle those um, different situations you know it's it's just a weird time man it's a really weird time i went from just cruising and coasting and not having to do anything at all hardly everything was running kind of on autopilot to man i really need to figure things out i really need to crunch some numbers do things a little different because what i'm doing right now it's uh yeah, it's it's not it's not bringing in the money like like it was in years past. So definitely um, trying to navigate through that and figure it all out. We're in a season right now in in business, or I should say, just a season right now in in life where things are very uncertain, unsteady, and the price of everything is went through the roof. So really got to be smart about how you tackle things how you navigate through life and business i really want to do what's best for me my family uh, my community my um, my clients customers so there's a lot that goes into all that man a lot that goes into all that you can you can spend time and this is like a uh, something you guys should be doing i don't do it as often as i as I should, and so I'm, I'm speaking to myself here, but, you know, you should actually analyze your business every week. If you could, if you could sit down for maybe an hour, every single week, block out, block out an hour, maybe it's Friday at the end of the work week, maybe it's Saturday or Sunday before you start the next week, but block out like an hour and figure out, you know, figure out how your business is running, profit and loss statement or just look at the business as a whole, um, figure out how much money you made that week or that day, and see if you're winning or losing, man. It's like, if you don't have a scoreboard, if you don't have a any rules to the game, then you don't know if you're winning or losing, man. You're just running a race, playing the game, 
and you don't know where you stand. You know, what if you're playing basketball? Basketball is my favorite sport, so I'll use basketball. What if um, they start the game, you play the first quarter, you know, you look at the scoreboard at the end of the first quarter, you're like, oh, man, we're down we're down 10, man. we got to make something happen here, you know. we got to switch some things up. we got to play some harder defense. we got to get some turnovers. we got to get some fast breaks. And we got to get some points on the board, man. we got to get back in this game. You know, what if in the end of the first quarter you saw that because you're looking at the scoreboard, okay, so what about your business? End of that first week, oh, man, I'm behind. I'm behind 500 bucks, man. I got to get, we got to, okay, we got to play some defense here. We got to figure out what's going on, what's slipping through the cracks. We got to figure out how to get back in this game, man, get back on top. Because uh, cause we're behind, you know. So you look at that scoreboard in your business just like you do in the basketball game. And then what if you uh, you play the second quarter and all of a sudden midway through the second quarter, the scoreboard just shuts off. Somebody turns off the scoreboard. So maybe you're going through your second week and you're busy and you're distracted by work and life and everything going on and the scoreboard goes off and you don't even realize it. And then at the end of that second quarter, you look up at the scoreboard and you're like, man, that scoreboard's off. It's like, what's up with that? And then you and then you go to the coach or you ask your teammates. You're like, hey, are we winning or losing, man? I don't know. Scoreboard's off. I, I, we were down 10, you know, after the first quarter. I don't know if we're up or down now. I mean, I don't know. It's been back and forth, you know. We're, we're probably pretty close, but I don't know exactly where we're at if we're winning or losing and so you ask the refs you know i don't know when you know i didn't notice the scoreboard went off and that's just like in business in life you're running your business you're going through the second week and you're like you know that first week i was down 500 bucks i need to make that back and then the second week life gets hectic your business gets hectic and the next thing you know you're like man i don't know if i'm winning or losing or i mean i don't have my paper by me i don't have my uh my sheet to tell me how much money i made today or yesterday or how much money i'm going to make the rest of the week based on the jobs that i have lined up so in life in business man it's just like a game you got rules you got a scoreboard you got to stick with it you got to analyze things you got to figure out ways to uh to become better you got to figure out if you're winning or losing first of all and you got to adjust you got to make changes at halftime and you got to go into that second half or the second part of the season and and figure out a, a way to come out on top and that's that's just kind of what i'm doing right now man I'm, I'm halfway through the season actually towards the end of the season i'm looking at my numbers i'm looking at the way business is going i'm looking at the way my equipment's been running and I'm just like, all right, man, I'm I'm behind right now. I'm I'm behind in the game. Uh, I'm not doing what needs to be done to come out on top at the end of the season. So what needs to change? You know, uh, that's one of the reasons I, I I quickly said, okay, in order to come out on top, in order to make what I need to make by the end of the season or the end of the game, I've got to switch things around, man. I got to play more defense so I can get some. Uh, some fast breaks and I looked at the game and I'm like where am I losing I'm like I'm losing 
by doing these bi-weekly lawns that turn into every three week or longer lawns because of all the rain we've gotten here and I've got to switch things up man I've got to change my strategy I've got to change the business and so I quickly realized all right I got to go from every other week on some of these lawns to hey if you don't want it done every week then I'm out I'm done I'm not gonna mow it anymore because I'm losing that's just like the game it's like you got your teammates out there you're like, all right, man, I'm going to hit you with this pass. You're going to be in the corner. you got to start knocking down these shots. I know we've been struggling, and it's like going over to your other teammate. Hey, man, I know you missed two shots, but you're not getting back on defense. I don't care if you shoot all night and miss. Keep shooting. But if you're not getting back on defense and helping out the team after you miss, I mean, we're going to lose this game, man. we got to get back on track. So it's, uh, you know, it's looking at the game. It's looking at the business. I'm looking at the mower situation. I'm like, all right, how can I make more money per hour? Because that's what I need to do. At the end of the day, I'm not hitting my numbers. I'm not hitting what I need to make. So what can I adjust? What can I change in order to get there? And for me, personally, you know, this is not going to be the case for a lot of guys doing these smaller lawns that don't, that don't need a bigger mower. You just, you just don't need a bigger mower. I mean, but for me, I, I need a bigger mower. If I have the 61-inch mower... I'm only getting this knocked out. Just think what I could do with a 72-inch mower. And uh, if I had two 72-inch mowers, just think of the lawns that I can knock out with two 72-inch mowers. I mean, we could do more work, make more money per hour. We're getting through our lawns quicker. We're staying on top of things. We're hitting those weekly lawns like we need to. Maybe that doesn't really relate to you because you got smaller lawns. Well, there's ways around that too. It's like, all right, what are we doing wrong? We got these smaller lawns. We got two guys on this lawn. We're always getting each other's way. You know, how can we split things up? I'm taking off, you know, mowing the front lawn. You're trying to trim and you're waiting for me to get out of the way so you can trim around the house or edge the driveway. You're constantly looking at me and we're constantly looking at each other thinking, all right, I'll hurry and get out of his way so he can trim this area or edge this area and so you know what can you do in your business whether it however it's set up in order to be more efficient maybe that's saying hey this is what we're doing man when i get to this lawn if you only have uh if you only have one mower and one trimmer it's like all right when we get to these small lawns i'm mowing the front you're trimming the back when i get done or you know if i get done mowing the the front I'm going to head to the back. If you get done trimming the back first, head to the front. That'll give me enough time to get in there, mow around the perimeter, mow around the trees or whatever needs to be done, the hillsides or slopes or, you know, just kind of the areas that that uh, that he'll know exactly where to trim and you won't get in each other's way, you know. Maybe you have two mowers and you're like, all right, this is what we're doing, man. Uh, you're heading to the back. I'm heading to the front. We're mowing all that and then we're hopping on the trimmers, knocking it all out. You blow. As you blow, I'm going to load the mowers up, or I'm going to fill the gas cans up, or not fill the gas cans up, but I'm going to take the gas cans, fill the equipment up while you're blowing everything off. That way, when we get to the next one, we'll be ready to roll. So there's all always these things that you can uh, really analyze and look at your business and figure out ways to make yourself more efficient and make more money per hour. Because as a solo guy, man, I always, always, always try to figure out how can I make more per hour. I need to make more per hour. People are only going to pay so much money per hour 
but how can I, you know, make it to where I'm making even more, you know? What what's, what are some things I can change? It's, it's even like the standards now. The standards allow you to blow these bigger properties off by standing on the mower, holding the blower, the backpack blower, and running the mower down through there while blowing the sidewalk or the driveway off. It just allows you to be more efficient because you're not walking, uh, you're not taking time to do all that and put the blower up. So any way you can find some efficiencies to make more money per hour, man, it's all the better. But I, man, I'm, I'm rambling on, dude. I gotta get off here. I got to, uh, I gotta go mow. I'm just pulling into my first property. I've spent about 30 minutes getting out here to it and boy oh boy let me tell you this grass is tall and it's super wet this is gonna be a fun one man it's gonna be a fun one but uh, this is one of those properties I knock out every couple weeks um, for a guy which I'm not doing every other week anymore so this will be one of those that I knock out for the last time you know bi-weekly and then say hey man in order for me to take care of it moving forward, we're going to have to do this weekly. So he's a, he's a great customer. He'll understand. He'll be on top. He'll be on board. But um, enough talking, man. I'm going to get off here and get things done. But, hey, I'm just kind of curious if you guys are looking at, you know, trying something different out, switching mowers up um, just to be more efficient in your business. So shoot me a message. Let me know. The Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Call Grassmaster on Instagram or shoot me an email, thelawncarelife at gmail.com. I appreciate you guys that have been sending me emails and messages. Um, thanks a lot. That means you're listening to the podcast, which is awesome. And that means that uh, we, you know, we can talk about the stuff that, that, uh, that I've been talking about. Because I know a lot of times I'll record a podcast. I'm like, I wonder if anybody you know, even listened to that. Or I wonder if anybody got any value out of that. But... I appreciate you guys sending me messages here lately uh, because it means a lot, man. It means you're listening to the podcast, but not only that, we're learning and we're growing and we're, uh, you know, we can help each other out in the lawn care uh, business. So I'm out. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Hope you guys are doing well. Have a great day, man. And as always, hey, God provides. <laughs>